Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Chris, joined by my fellow counselors, Eric. What's up, yo? Nate. What's up, guys? Allison. Allison. <laughs> I guess uh, Allison's having some trouble, and uh, we also got Steve in the studio tonight. How you doing tonight, sir? What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, Steve? All right, so like, you know, th- this is uh, Friday the 13th, and of course we had to do something fucking special, um, but it was mainly because we were slackers and didn't have anything to put out uh, this week, so we're doing this. So right after the sh- this show is over, uh, it'll go right into the feed, and you'll be able to hear it. Um, I may or may not go back and do some edits. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, so like... This is a call-in show tonight, so feel free to um, uh, call in. Uh, the number is 646-668-8674. Um, but otherwise, if no you. one calls in, we're just going to do like a sort of um, franchise wrap-up here. Uh, doing, you know, What's if you're a long again? time. Oh. What? What's the number again? You're a dick. <laughs> it's six four six 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 eight eight six seven four. Um, or you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash camp blood podcast and that'll give you all the info. Which if you're hearing me right now, that's where you're at anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah, th- I um while we wait for callers, if we actually do have any, um I actually did you know advertise this this time um but uh if we don't have any callers we're just gonna go do like a franchise wrap-up like i said and then uh answer some comments left on um a couple of our older episodes the other day um no we didn't get no hate mail (laughs) i know we haven't got hate mail in so long (laughs) it's been so long since we had any hate mail no doubt man can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we got you. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, like I said, while we wait for callers, um, let's just go through our our moments here in the franchise. Um, let's start with a uh, favorite scene because um, that's what we normally start with on these wrap-up episodes. Uh, Eric, you want to go first? Favorite scene Thank or you, scenes? Uh, What's that? What's that you say? 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. What can do it? What's that? Ancient. We'll never come back again. It's got a death curse. <laughs> yes, I can do it. I can do it live. All right, we do got a caller right now. Uh, so uh, let's go to the to the call. Area code 530. How you doing tonight? Who's this? Hey, this is uh, MacNez from the Net MacNez podcast. Big fan of you guys' show. I love every episode. I just oh yeah, man. We uh, we chat on Twitter from time to time. Yeah, man. I, I saw that you guys were doing this, and that this is my opportunity to finally talk to you guys. And man, the, <laughs> the show's fucking amazing, dude. I love it. Um, well, man. I, definitely I'm appreciate a huge that. Fan of, oh, right on. I'm a huge fan of the your show of the whole Friday the 13th series, except for that bullshit part nine. I, I know you guys have told me, go back and watch it again. I've watched it over and over, and I still can't get behind that fucking piece of shit. I hate it. Yeah, uh, you, you're kind of cutting and couldn't hear what he said. I said, yeah, I think, I think he said it has some of the best kills in the entire series. True, I, I I agree on that, but I just can't get behind what they tried to do to to my beloved Jason and the whole Friday the Thirteenth series. And I know that they're saying that it supposedly has nothing to do with uh, the previous Paramount years, but I was so invested in all of that. I've seen every single one in the movie theater. Uh, I grew up all in the eighties. Uh, I saw the very first one in the theater when I was nine years old. And from then on, I was just always been a part of those movies. So I was so used to of what we had uh, all the way up from from the first one all the way into Jason Takes Manhattan. And when the Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, I was like, oh, sweet, we get another one. And I went in there expecting to see Jason just do what he, just do what he does. And it's fucking just, I didn't get any of that. There's all this body hopping and magic daggers and and freddy at the end but i'll i'll give them that i new line i do love how they brought uh jason and freddy together I'm, i was all, i was all, i was on board with the freddy versus jason movie i have nothing bad to say about that i did enjoy it but uh jason goes to hell i i just I can't do it i just i tried and i tried and, and i can't um i was kind of a little iffy when jason x came out but then after I saw it, I mean, I love that movie. I mean, it was just because it, it was Jason killing in space, and I had no problem with that. But I, uh, I hate, I hate part nine. I don't care what anyone says. Anyone, and people, friends of mine, try to, try to get me to like it, but I can't. I fucking hate that movie. No, I, you know, I can, <laughs> I can definitely see why you hate that movie. Trust me, because for many, many years I was in the same boat. Um. And, you know, we try not to get on here and, like, totally bash the movies. I mean, because that's not what this this show is about. This show is about showing our love for these movies because there's, there's so many other shows that talk about these films and they just shit on them. So we, we endeavor to try very, very hard not to do that, even though we might sometimes. But, yeah. I, what... I, love, I love all of them but that one. I mean, and that movie didn't push me away from the franchise. I'm still there. I'm 100% it. The 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 reboot, I was kind of iffy. It took me a few more a few tries, but I do enjoy that movie. I do like what they did with it. 
Um, Derek Mears brought an awesome Jason board. He's back to the screen for us. And, and I'm looking forward to, to what we're going to have next. I mean, no, I know they just keep putting it on the back burner and all that, but I'm just sitting here waiting for the next installment because uh, I'm fully invested in all of it. I mean, since I, like I said, since I was nine years old, and uh, I'm just going to keep on going. But other than wanting to call in and talk to you guys, um, the my, like I said, I do love the Paramount years, and uh, I want to talk about Part 5, uh, A New Beginning. Um, love that film. Awesome. I just finished watching it. Uh, I, I work at an airport, so I it kind of took me like all day to watch it on, on my little breaks. But, I mean, I've seen that movie numerous times. And uh, I remember the very first time I had seen it, when it first came out, um, I was a little like, what the hell is this? I mean, where's Jason? And I wasn't really, I wasn't like kind of like, uh, okay, I mean, all right, we'll see what happens next. But um, I, I grew up, I grew up in Oakland, California. And there was a movie theater like right around the corner from my house. So first, I don't know if the movie theater owned their copy of Part Five because every new horror movie that was coming out in that in that year, uh, a new beginning was the second feature. And I, I must have said I saw that movie like five times in the theater. Out of all the out of all the movies, I think I'd seen that one the most in the theater. And I'd learned to love it after each viewing and even right now when once VHS, DVD and Blu-ray and all this, I, I still enjoy that movie. And I do go back to that time. of like, I, I remember like I didn't really dig it, but now I, mean, I love it. I thought uh, John Shepard um, did an awesome performance. I thought, he, I mean, I love Corey Feldman and I love Tom Matthews, but John Shepard, I thought he brought a little more, uh, well, it looks like uh, Macnez was dropped. Um, try to call back in. Um, but, yeah, I think we would all agree with you on um, on Tom Shepard's portrayal of Tommy Jarvis in Part 5. Um, uh, you know, like, like we've said over and over again, like he, he had very few speaking lines in that movie, but just the, the way – he comes across emotionally in that film is pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, hey man, uh, looks like we got you back. You, uh, dropped the call for some reason. Um, so you were saying, uh, yeah, well, someone was calling me and I pushed the wrong button, but, uh, what I wanted to say <laughs> no about worries. John, she- <laughs> what I wanted to say about John Shepard. I mean, I just loved his, his performance. He brought a little more seriousness to, uh, the, the Tommy Jarvis character, <clears throat> Um, I'm going to the uh, Texas Frightmare, I believe it's in May, and uh, he's going to be there. And I, I'm like, I hopefully I can get a few minutes of his time to try to just talk to him and give him, show him uh, my love for that movie. Because I believe he didn't do much after that movie. I, I wasn't too sure I didn't follow his no, career or anything. No, he, and, uh, uh, he was supposed to do uh, a but uh, he had a... Uh, a period of enlightenment and the kind of movies and all together was not fairly different. And I don't think we did much after that. And it just came off. Guys? I'm sorry. I, I can like barely hear. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's not coming through at all. I'll listen to it later on, but. <laughs> 
um, I that that's what that was about to be my main question. What did you guys think of 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 the three actors? I know you guys have covered it on the show, but I I listened to so many of your episodes I don't remember. What did you guys think <laughs> of each um, each actor uh, that played uh, Tommy Jarvis? Who which was your favorite and why? Uh, I'll let um I'll let Nate and Allison uh go first. Um I'm gonna try to help Eric troubleshoot this mic problem. <laughs> I mean, I'll start off with part five. You know, I think John did a great job, just like you said. I won't disagree with that. Um I'm just a bigger fan of part six, so I like, you know, Tom Matthews, Tommy Jarvis better. Right on. Five once or twice, I like it. And the movie gets a lot of shit and you don't here, you know, you, most people don't like it, but I actually prefer Tom Matthews because Six is so much fun, and I kind of relate to it more, and I like the way he portrays the character a little more. Cool, right on. Uh, I met him at uh, Comic-Con in San Diego uh, this past summer. Uh, he was doing a signing for uh, Return of the Living Dead when Shout Factory put out that Blu-ray, and uh Everyone was asking him about about that movie, which is understandable. But then when I threw the the Jason Lives question at him, I can't remember what I said, but he kind of like paused for a minute and was I don't know. It seemed like he kind of well, he said he goes, well, I'm only famous for this movie for Return of the Living Dead, and I said, no, you're not famous for this. You're also famous for Jason Lives. And he was kind of like, oh yeah, I was in that movie, and then he <laughs> then he kind of turned turned his attention to me, and then we started talking about. Uh, I don't remember. I was so starstruck. I mean, I know I was just like rambling on to him, but he was a really nice guy. I I was glad I got to talk to him. I also met Corey Feldman in Albuquerque at a little small convention and kind of just kissed his ass about the final chapter. He said it was a good time. And uh, I'm really looking forward to meeting John Shepard. I, I hope he's there. I hope he doesn't cancel. And uh, I just want to just show him my love for what he had done in this film. And, uh, my favorite um, movie in, in the whole series is still the original, uh, the 1980 uh, part one. And I, the reason I love that one so much is um, my brother had seen it, like the weekend it opened. And uh, he he kept telling me about it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I want to see it. And I think I was brave enough to go to the theater and watch this horror movie. Had no idea it was going to scare the shit out of me. I mean, no <laughs> bullshit. I, I ended up sleeping with my mom and dad that night. And I just, it was just, it was just so scary. I think I love that one so much other than it scared me so much is that I thought it was, it was a real problem of this lady that lost her son and just went nuts and just started killing everyone. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I love that. I wish I would have got to meet Betsy Palmer. Um, I mean, just to tell her how much she scares me. And that movie still does scare me a little each time I watch it. I'm probably going to watch that one later tonight when I get home, but. Um, I don't want to take much, much more of you guys' time. I'm sure other people are trying to get through. But you guys, like I said, you guys do an amazing show, and I love it how you you can take this this awesome thing in my in my life, such as Friday the 13th, and just have a show every week or every other week, however how often you guys put your shows out. And I love all your guests. The Adrian King interview was, was awesome. <laughs> uh, the Victor Miller was cool. Each of those guys, I, I don't remember anyone's names that that comes that talks to you about uh, all the masks 
they make. As soon as you they mention their names, I go on Facebook or Instagram, look them up, and I just admire their work. I do not own any masks yet. I'm still um, deciding on. I mean, they're all good, and but I do want to pick up one. I think the very first one I'm going to get will be uh, the Part Four. Um, other, other than the, the original, but out of the, out of the Jason with the, with the hockey mask, I think Part Four. Uh, was my favorite of that, and, and Ted White did an awesome performance, and that was an awesome interview you guys did with him. I love that. Oh yeah, Ted hey. Ted White was great. Um, we yeah, saw him in person at Scarefest, and he was just the the coolest dude, man. Uh, I really enjoyed talking with him. Right on. But hey, man, I'm, I got I got to get. I work at an airport, so I got to get back in. And, get back to that flight go. line, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, get out um, of the tarmac. I'm, yeah. <laughs> hey, but again, hey, thanks to guys for for uh, talking with me, and it was good to hear from you guys. And keep up all that good work on the show because I I love it. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Right on. Take care. All right. You too. Thanks. All right. Well, that was that was pretty that was a pretty good conversation. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, part part five, as far as Tommy Jarvis is concerned all time. He's probably my favorite character in the whole series. Like if I'm just talking about part five. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's one of my favorite characters of the entire, uh, Friday, uh, canon. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, he's a well, badass. I love it. Yeah. But for me specifically him in part five, like, I mean, we all love Corey Feldman's performance in part four. Um, but you know, I think that both part four and part six lacked a lot of the the fucking character depth that we saw in part five. And we only got 24 words out of John Shepard. I mean, I that's, know. Just, that's phenomenal. <laughs> All right. So continuing or, or starting our, um, <laughs> our wrap up of the, of the franchise proper here. Um, uh, favorite, favorite scene. Um, or scenes. Eric, uh, you were in the middle of um, going into that, sir, so why don't you continue with your favorite scene? You know, I mean, I have a bunch of favorite scenes. I mean, from Brooker coming through the window that he threw uh, Rick through, and just the look that he gives the screen, to uh, <laughs> to the look that, you know, like what Derek Mears has, and uh, when he first puts on the mask and you can see, you know, his, his face is contorted underneath it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, there's, there, there's a bunch, I mean, the snake getting chopped in half in Friday one and Friday, 1980. I mean, first machete about, kill in the series. First machete kill in the series. Poor, poor little garter snake. Good eating. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about you nate you know what i i really can't even narrow it down i mean there's just so many good parts between all the films i really just don't really have a particular favorite right on (laughs) i know how you feel um i mean i would say probably one that you know i really like that's you know just a, a badass scene in general is in part three when, you know, Chuck turns on the light and Jason's standing behind him. You know, that's, yeah, that's that's probably, 
you know, one of the more classic moments, but there's just so many good shots in between, you know, all the films. I just really can't pinpoint one. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much, there's so much to these films, uh, you know, I really like too. So it, 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 you know, I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's hard to narrow things down. Um, but we do have a, another caller on the line, uh, 812 area code. You're on. Who's this? I'm a messenger of God. Hey, what's up? Oh, shit. It's crazy Ralph. You're doing <laughs> wait, wait, to this show. wait, 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 Never come back again. <laughs> I'm, gonna again. <laughs> I'm gonna the abuse the shit cool. out of that button. <laughs> the show's got a death kiss. <laughs> so what's up, man? God kiss me. I got to warn you. The doom situation. <laughs> Go. Go. Uh, so you got any questions or theories that you want to discuss with us tonight, sir? Oh, that's all he wanted to say. He just right on. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was that? Oh, I, I have no idea. Like, the coolest guy in the world. I, I was I'm pretty sure. Ralph, duh. <laughs> that sounds like something I probably would have done. <laughs> ah. That was pretty awesome. Wait, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's was it you, Nate? No. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Nate was talking while while that guy was connecting. And I don't have his accent. I don't know where he was from, but yeah, that's not me. <laughs> Sounds like he's up by Mr. Walker. All right, Allison, your turn. My favorite, favorite scenes, most of them are actually in the first film, the original, and they're really not killed. They're more dialogue between characters. Like One of my favorite scenes is when the motorcycle cop drives up and Ned is wearing the Indian outfit and he's dancing around and he's like, Oh shit. And then that conversation's hilarious. And of sit course, on it, Tonto. Oh yeah. Sit on it, Tonto. That's hilarious. And then, you know, cool fact that the guy had never driven a motorcycle before. So now every time I watch it, you know, you can almost see him wreck like every single time you, you, at the very end, when he's driving away, you can almost see him wreck the bike, and that's kind of hilarious. Did Milky say that uh, when he was on the show when we did uh, the uh, Crystal Lake's Finest? I heard that, I, I believe, on Crystal Lake Memories. Right on. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, in part three, when Vera and Shelly are talking and she's like, she shoots him down and he calls her a bitch. That's hilarious because that was admin. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's pretty great. Like bitch. <laughs> I think, I think, I think almost all Shelly scenes are my favorite. Um, but uh, yeah. we have another, we have another caller on the line, area code four, one, two. How you doing tonight? Who's this? I'm Nick and I'm doing pretty good. How are you all doing? Doing oh, good. Fine, fine. Doing What's good. up, Nick? Uh, I have three questions for you guys, and I want to discuss right. the theory. All right. Fair enough. It's pretty hard questions. 
Well, the first one is, where is Crazy Ralph's body found? Wait, wait. What's that you say? blood, ain't you? Never come back again. It's not a death Where is Crazy Ralph's body? Is that what you asked? Where is it found? Where is it he found? Out of a, he falls out of a closet, right? In the uh, in the lodge. In the Pakanak Lodge, yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> he shoots. He scores. <laughs> <Huh>. Next. <laughs> Is this a trivia? Is this a trivia show or what? Yeah. What movie does Jason first get shot in? Uh, Part six. Are you reading out of Scotty McCoy's book? (laughs) I may be. Or Gene DeRosa's book? I've got them both sitting in front of me, so we can play this game all night, but, you know, let's talk about the world. Hear the sound sound of those pages? Hear the sound of those pages flipping? (laughs) That's not flattest. (laughs) All right, last question. What's up? What is the Jarvis's family's group hug called? Oh, shit. The, the Jarvis, Jarvis family handly hug. A Jarvis sandwich, yes. It is. That is for me. All right, what's, what's your theory? theory you, what's the stupidest theory you ever heard? We've came up with oh, some pretty stupid ones. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, our theories are sometimes uh, stupid. <laughs> I think Nate Nate would probably agree with that. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started on this one. <laughs> um, maybe maybe our cannibal rapey guy episode. That's what I was gonna say. Um, but I, way I, back I in the early crazy. days, I think that there's credence to that, though. I don't think that that's a theory that's too far off from what Steve Miner wanted you to think. So I don't no, think prob- that's... probably not. I mean, at that point, Jason could have been anything, you know? And, uh, I mean, it's like th- that they got away from the boy man in part three uh, that uh, Jenny was talking about in part two. And more akin to what we've come to expect out of Jason uh, more so. I mean, he slowed down a little bit. He bulked up a lot and got taller overnight. And, you know... Shaved his head. Shaved his head, you know, shined it, waxed it. (laughs) Got got more... uh, Got farther with Chris than uh, Rick did. Uh, (laughs) Oh... Oh, I, just you get it. I just caught that. I just caught that. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I mean, no, nobody's really written in with like stupid theories. I, I wouldn't say like there have definitely been some that I've disagreed with, but none that I would really call stupid or silly. Um, really. 
No, it's it's imagination, man. It's open for interpretation, and I and I love that. I love I I love hearing the different things that people uh, want to discuss. Whether it's Jason died as a boy, whether uh, you know Adrian, whether part two, uh, the beginning was a dream sequence. Um, you know, I I love doing that. That's that's it's. That's part of art is is your interpretation of what you see and and what it is. I know the directors, the the they don't they don't care. They just want to put out another movie for money at the box office and DVD sales or VHS back then. I mean, <laughs> so, so I mean, I I love the artistic interpretation that that we go along with a, a lot of times, and so I agree with you that I I I think all theories are fair game as long as you can link a couple things together and I mean and especially if you're trying to do continuity like we do uh, and uh, sometimes it takes a little bit of a stretch to come to <laughs> one conclusion and so I think that I think that's a great uh, I think that's a great thing Nate disagrees vehemently but that's Nate <laughs> he's our left uh, he's our left brain guy <laughs> yeah, he's our. We can theorize about this all day, but at the, you know, at the end of the day, I can only go by what's in the film. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. All right, all right, man. I appreciate you calling in. Uh, happy Friday the Thirteenth, sir. Happy Friday the Thirteenth. You you all too. Thanks. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks Take it easy. In. Thanks. How's it going? All right, area code five three zero. You're on the show. How's it going tonight? Who's this? Hey, I, I, it's me again. I just called back, but I, one thing I wanted to say really fast: fuck Jim <laughs> Elliott and uh, long live Crazy Ralph. You guys take care. Wait, of wait, 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 wait. What's that? You can't blood, ain't you? We'll never come back again. I love it. That's my favorite thing ever. All right, you guys take care. Take it easy, man. <laughs> Crickets again? Crickets? Hello? Hey. Hello? Hey, uh, yep. my question. My question for you guys is, what do you think would have happened to the franchise if Sally Field would have taken the role instead of Adrian King? Ooh. Um, probably nothing. They they probably would have given very similar performances, to be yeah. honest. Uh, do you think it would have made a difference, though, like, you know, as the franchise continues, you know, with her being the face of the first one, or? Probably not. Well, I mean, okay. <clears throat> you know, we can we can look at this in a, in a, in a couple ways, I think. Um, so, obviously, we know Sally Field, uh, because of some of the other the, the films that she was in, you know, went on to, you know, be, I won't say, like, like a big hitter a lister but you know she has some acclaim she has a lot of acclaim you know she's mm-hmm. been in a lot of good films yeah, she was certainly a somebody uh, yeah, Still is. I'm, I'm not trying to say that she wasn't yeah. I, you know i'm just saying she wasn't like oh my god super fucking big. right right um yeah whereas um you know adrian that didn't that didn't happen to her so much um probably through no fault of her own i'm sure she's the sweetest fucking lady you ever met <laughs> yeah, I love oh yeah, definitely. I, I have her sign wine. Uh, Cabin B is ready for me, according to my bottle of wine I have for her. 
um, but but yeah, she she Sally Field probably would have done the same thing that um, some of the other people, and um, you know, like Kevin Bacon, you know, he tends to not really talk about the film a whole lot. Same thing with Johnny Depp and and Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, the, these were some of their really Depp, early. Johnny Depp did not have the boner scene that Kevin Bacon did. Let's get that straight. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> uh, that's great. You can't unsee that once you see it. <laughs> Miller. Sounds like Eric watches that scene a lot. I, yeah, I, he wore I, out the I, VHS I, by putting leaving it on pause there too long. <laughs> yeah, that, that part of the film is ruined on his VHS tape. <laughs> it gets kind of fuzzy, you know, how, the, where you've rewound it too many times. The the the, uh, <laughs> the tape white. What is it called? Oh, it was stretched out. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the only thing that's stretched out. But you know, also with Eric, you got to understand he wears boner pants at horror conventions. Oh right, I've I've, I've I seen can see it. That. I've seen well, it. I, he, I think he probably wears Zubaz pants still. <laughs> yes. Damn, we're just hitting all over Eric left and right tonight. Fucking asshole. What? I know. Hey, hey guys. Hey, I, I love your show, and I appreciate you guys answering my uh, my question. Hey, thanks yeah, for man, calling, no man. Yeah, man, no problem. Thanks for all calling. Right, thanks, guys. All right, all right. bye. All right. Um. <laughs> See, I promoted it a little bit, and we got we got a, a steady stream of callers in, so this is kind of awesome. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of awesome. Great. And I've got to hit the crazy Ralph button like six times already. <laughs> no doubt, man. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Um, it's... Hey, you know what? I I just I, you know I watched part six again just uh just the other day and. I'm telling you what that I damn you Kane Hodder for not being on the show yet because CJ just kicks ass. I, Duh. I uh, son of He's a bitch. He's one of my least favorite Jasons. He's cool uh, as fuck, but least one, <laughs> one of my least favorites. What what's that you say? No doubt. I didn't say nothing about Crazy Ralph, so I ain't playing it. I ain't oh. playing it. Nobody said Crazy Ralph. I know, but still. <laughs> Oh, you, <laughs> Kane? Who? <laughs> exactly. What are you keep saying that. Uh, so, Steve, favorite scene in the franchise? Uh, so, since it was really you that uh, kind of first turned me on to these, not that I hadn't seen them, but I had certainly never delved into them the way you did. Uh, my favorite scene is definitely in part one, at the very end, when Baby Jason pops out of the water because to this day it scares the shit out of you and. I find it hilarious. So the fact that that as a grown man still gets you, gives you chills after what it did to you as a child makes me happy. So that'll probably always be my favorite scene. Especially, especially when I have met, met Ari Lehman uh, (laughs) and have talked to him. Yeah. I I mean, it is a chilling scene. I I think that's the, I, like I said that to him when I met him, I'm like, you sir still scare the fuck out of me. Thank you. Yeah. It's a chilling scene. It's, It's well done. Jason never dies. (laughs) <laughs> he's an unstoppable rebel force come on <laughs> an unstoppable rebel force I think the rebels is this, like is Star Wars <laughs> no, no don't no, don't mention that around Nate the fucking rebel alliance and shit <laughs> you know All right, what so I guess 
I, I guess um, it's my turn for my favorite scene. And, you know, you'd think that after listening to all you guys talk that I would have been thinking about it. Fuck no. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm with Nate on this one. Like, there's just so many great fucking scenes in this movie and these movies. Um, so it's real hard to pinpoint, like, one. Um, but I guess if I had to get, like, because the next topic is going to be favorite deaths, so I'll try to stay away from that. Um, probably part five where, uh, you know, when Tommy first gets to the, um, uh, to the, to the house and um, what's his name is talking shit and Tommy just like body slams him and beats the fuck out of him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really like that scene. Um, I really like the beginning of Freddy versus Jason with the way that they brought those two together. I thought that was pretty, that was really perfect. Um, the way those two were able to come together in that film. Um, and the, you know, you, you get a sense of that in the opening shot of Freddy versus Jason. Um, and you know, probably in between both of those scenes, the, the scene in part four where Ted white busted the window and grabs Corey Feldman, especially since I know the, the, the situation surrounding that scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I guess moving on here, favorite death in the franchise, Eric. Well, I'm going to have to go with Jeff and Sandra. Love the DP. Excellent. Wait, did you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, the the DP. The yes, the DP. Uh double penetration. That would be double <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Staked him. I mean, I <laughs> I got I mean, you, Eric. <laughs> that's like, I mean, if you count, if you count, that's actually three holes filled at oh, once. Dude. Oh, <laughs> that is terrible. And this is live, so I can't go back and cut it out. Well, I might anyway. Oh. But this is going on the feed. Like as soon as we're done, this is getting put on the smutcast. Oh, oh, smutcast. Oh. Thanks for oh. bringing smut in our family show, Eric. Uh. <laughs> Jim Elliott does not approve, sir. I know, man. He would not approve if he were still listening to us almost two years later. <laughs> he probably is. He probably is. Like, Just salty as fuck. motherfuckers talked about me again. <laughs> I need to write an angry fucking blog post about this. <laughs> On my website that no one comes to. Yeah, I mean, it is true. If somebody hates you that much, they tend to just listen just to fuel the hatred. So he probably still listens. Oh, yeah. That's probably him that comments on our YouTube uh, uh, page sometimes, which is why we call every hater Jim Elliott. That was him that called in pretend to be Crazy Ralph. <laughs> wait, wait. Say, you can't blood, ain't you? Never come back again. It's got a death curse. Oh, we are making up for all the episodes that uh, his name was not mentioned. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah, that's pretty great. What about you, Allison? Favorite death? Favorite death. I love Mark in the wheelchair. Fantastic use of wheelchair in a horror movie. <laughs> Where he bounces down the stairs and then, like, it does, like, a freeze frame, like, at the very oh. end of that shot. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking awesome. And, like, the, the melon sound when the machete hits his face, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and because about I you, hate Nate? Vera one more, oh, I, have yeah. one more. I hate Vera she's a cunt I hate her huh? oh, the 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 big arrow what, what's the word the, what's spear, the word? Gun. spear gun the spear gun through the eye yes perfect Yeah, that, that's my I love that scene because Jason just drops the fucking uh, gun on the ground and walks away like a fucking G <laughs> that was the original mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, favorite death. Oh, once again, I I really don't have a specific one. There's just so many awesome ones. I mean, well, give me a couple. But, give me a couple. You can you can say a couple. <clears throat> I mean, one that I that I I guess earlier on, you know. Part three, when Andy, you know, gets hacked in the fucking hallway. I mean, that's pretty classic shit. You know, obviously he's walking on his hands, looks up. Oh, shit. Here's a machete. See ya. I mean, that that's a good one. But, I mean, there's just so many. I really can't pinpoint any others, you know, specifically. Fair enough. Steve? I don't remember what part it was in, uh, but the one um, they were out at the camp, and I don't remember if it was a sleeping bag involved or remember someone was bludgeoned against a tree. Oh, yeah, that was Kate Hodder and uh, bashing that girl inside the sleeping bag. Yes, yes, that. Which he redid for Jason X in the hologram scene and then again in the game. I think think that death is in the game, isn't it? I thought they said it was going to be. I believe it is. I don't know how you would get in the sleeping bag in the game, but I thought that I heard them say that they were going to put that in the game. Anyway, that is a pretty brutal yeah. death. Like, it seems like... Blunt force trauma is just hard to watch. So. It is. It is. After, after Jason X and he does that to the hologram, the next time you see somebody getting killed in a fucking sleeping bag, it's in the reboot. And she is on fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's worse. Burned alive inside of it. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Jason makes good use of sleeping bags. He sure does. He definitely knows how to, <laughs> how to bring you your demise if you're in a sleeping bag. <laughs> I mean, really, are you going to pull a sleeping bag over your fucking head if you've got you, – okay, I don't care if you're Sally Q nobody that's in a sleeping bag in a tent. Somebody with a machete and you see your boyfriend dead. Don't hide your face. I, I mean, mean, look, man. Here, here's it was my cold outside. Like, you know, if if you have resigned yourself to your fate, like, why would you want to watch it happen? <laughs> That's a good point. That is, and, and hence like, you get slammed against an old oak tree. Here. I'm not about to sit here and watch this motherfucker do it. <laughs> 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 that's definitely oh, man. the most brutal kill shot in the whole series though the burning in the sleeping bag that's that's about as good yeah. as it gets while her boyfriend watches on and can do nothing about it <laughs> he's in a fucking bear trap man yeah I know 
Now how? Um, I do. So I okay. guess. Do not. <laughs> did you really just answer the damn messenger on the show here? <laughs> I, as messed up as oh. my brain is, I might I, have. Sorry, folks. You sorry. fucking skeevy stoner. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, so I guess mine would be, um, man, I'm like Nate. Again, I'm like Nate. I've, there's a few. Um, the sleeping bag scene from the reboot, definitely up there. Um, the the scene with the, the nitrous or whatever it was, the, you know, the, and Jason X where he freezes her face and then smashes it on the counter. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the liquid, um, I'm about to, I was about to say liquid oxygen. This ain't a fucking airplane. (laughs) The, uh, the, the liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Um, I think that's NOS. (laughs) No, there was actually a pretty hilarious, uh, kill in the reboot as well. The girl that was hiding under the pier, because not only yeah. did he get her unsuspectingly, but he then pulls her up to give you the classic horror movie boob shot. So, oh yeah, that, that was, was pretty awesome. was there was absolutely no reason right to pull there. her up like that, but well, cinematically, get his back. <laughs> yeah, he had to get his machete back. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, and that yeah, thing's and big, she, man. That's what she said. Ha! Oh, you beat me. <laughs> that was some head right there. That's not a that's not a fucking machete. That's a goddamn medieval sword. Are you kidding it me? It is a fucking <laughs> sword, man. Dude, that thing is huge. It's like it's it's over three feet long. It's like thirty eight inches. I, I, you gotta stop saying that. You gotta stop saying <laughs> shit like that because smut cast. You gotta watch your dirty mouth, Eric. <laughs> what did I watch say? Your it's dirty huge. Mouth. Watch it. Yeah, watch your watch your filthy mouth. This is a family show, sir. And here we are saying fuck. (laughs) That is perfectly acceptable. It's not dirty sex stuff. It's fine. Exactly. Not in the context that I'm using it. It still stands for unlawful carnal knowledge, correct? It does not stand for that. But that is a a topic for another (laughs) show. (laughs) I actually had uh, had a question for you guys. I don't know if you've addressed on the show or not. So, la- so, so last year, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat X came out, and Jason was featured as a downloadable character. Um, yep. Fast forward a year to now, and we're on the precipice of a Friday the 13th uh, video game itself coming out, as well as all of the rumors and talks of um, another reboot. I-, I don't know enough about it to know if any of that is in conjunction with one another. Is it all coincidence? Because it seems like... You know, for a brand that had kind of faded away, you know, those are three pretty big things that are all kind of coming together within the course of a couple of years. And I just wonder if there's any, is it just coincidence that that's all happening or is it all working together to kind of rebuild the brand? There's the, from, there's one common denominator between both the game and the uh, reboot coming, uh, the re-reboot, so to speak. Uh, and that's Sean S. Cunningham. Uh, he's producing both of them. And uh, and I can't remember what episode it is when we talked to Mr. Cunningham, but uh, he said if they're not filming by March, they're not going to make the 2017 deadline. And uh, but the game guys, they're they're well on their way to getting it released. I mean, 
Mr. Zerner, if you're listening to this, call us in so you can tell us what when the game guys said they're going to release it. I thought it would be today, to be honest with you. I did. Yeah, they, I was hoping they, for. They did show us some. They did. They did show us some. Um, some. Some more footage. Um, and I think I heard a Misfits song playing in the background. You did. You. You. You might have. Uh, it's in the virtual cabin, I believe, and uh, that hasn't been updated since Halloween. Bad form, guys. Bad form. Uh, <laughs> but stop uh, the hey, stop stop the presses right now. Derek Mears just liked one of my tweets. Done. No. Stop traffic. Drop it. Drop the mic. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't think we're fucking nuts after my Twitter incidents. Yeah, you need to just step away from Twitter. Like I'm as bad as Trump. You, 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 yeah, you, I was just about to say that. You and Donald Trump need to need to go in like a Twitter support group. <laughs> you like the Kelly and Conway, for God's sakes. <laughs> but hey, we've been accused of bashing Trump supporters, so let's not get into that. Oh, we love all of our listeners, no matter what the fuck your political persuasion is. Don't care. Our love of Friday matter. the 13th is what draws us together. <laughs> it does. We vote Voorhees around down. here. We do vote Voorhees around here. That's yes, right. Yes. I I don't know about you guys, but I I wrote him in on the ballot, so. I don't know what percentage that's, of votes he got, but he got at least point zero 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 one. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, then, I so did. then, piggyback. So piggybacking back to what we were talking about a second ago, um, the the feature in Mortal Kombat was that just its own independent thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, it yeah. was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They thought it'd be cool to get some badass horror icons on Mortal Kombat, and uh, the the software's there for it to do so. Uh, they gave us a different incarnation of Jason. I, I think it's beautiful. I love it. I love uh, if you have Jason uh, fighting Jason, uh, one of you, uh, one of the two people playing Jason has the blue chevrons as if he's Roy. And Foster uh, Jason. Yeah, no, and uh, his kills, man, dude, with a slasher. Uh, I, the only one that is really impossible, not impossible to beat, but it's really hard is uh is the uh xenomorph uh it, the alien uh it's uh cuz uh i i bought the game then uh gave it to uh my nephew uh to play and i i i loved it i mean i i thought it was i i thought what they did was great it gave it i gave it just a different representation of the character and it's taken off just like every other one has and i think it's i think it's just awesome yeah, I agree. Yeah. I really like the look of him in the game too, uh, in the in the in Mortal Kombat. Um, but the the game actually, um, I th- I think that was like that was accident because originally that game was called Summer Camp, and it right they they had Kane Hodder, uh, Tom Savini and Harry Manfredini on board um, initially, but you know it, it was obviously going to be like a throwback to Friday the Thirteenth, but they didn't have the license rights. And then somehow um, Cunningham got involved and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys use the license. And that's how it uh, morphed into Friday the 13th. But yeah, when I first started developing this game, it, it, it wasn't a Friday the 13th game, but it, you know, Kane Hodder was doing the, the capture for the. the so it wasn't a far stretch to 
no, make no, that no. change. Especially since all those Friday people were already involved with it. Right. It made a lot of sense, I, I guess. <clears throat> Man, we've been we've been at this for almost an hour. Um let's um let's take a break and hear a word from a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're back. I know um, the people listening live didn't hear that, but I'm going to throw an ad in there uh, post. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we, we, we got our, our favorite death out of the way. Um, fa- favorite, um, favorite chase scene. Um, this, is, this has been like a favorite of ours, um, you know, to talk about when we're, you know, sort of ending all of these you know, sort of sections uh, of the of the franchise here. Favorite chase scene. Um, and me again first. I'll go. I've sure. got. I've got. And uh, I've got supporting uh, evidence or documentation. Uh, something. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that I think that uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two set a standard. Uh, with its chase scene that has not been matched completely. I mean, you've got the orchestra playing in the background. You've got, I mean, Jenny running as fast as you can. You've got Jason coming through. I mean, she nails him in the narge. He's under a bed. I mean, how many different locations? They're at the Packamack Lodge. Uh, Then they go to the Volkswagen. Then, uh, what, back? to the pack and neck back then to Jason's shack. And uh, I, I mean, and the whole time uh, you've got the Manfredini orchestra playing in the background and it just, uh, to me, it, 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 that is just terrifying listening to that. It's immediate anxiety. I need to go get away from here. It's not good. I, I, I don't know if I'm making sense, but that's just the way I feel. So part two, Jenny. Huh. I'll follow that yeah. right up with part three. Fair enough. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Why? You know, I, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm partial to, to part three. I mean, that's just one of the better films. And I just really like the way that, you know, everything came together with that. Um, you know, three and, and four for that matter. I mean, four is right up there too. But, you know, three is just a classic film. So that's probably why I side with that more. Seems like it's a it's a longer scene than than maybe some of the other films. And then of course you know when you see the next day and of course Jason's you know up in the window and comes out and then the lake scene. So I don't know. I just think that one's probably the best in my opinion. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, Brooker does a real good uh, job in the in the part in the final you know moments of, of part three. Um, oh, and I love, I love, I, I, I love the way Chris reacts too. Except for like, I still can't figure out why the fuck she was on the rafters and thought it was a good idea to drop on Jason when she could have stayed up there and he would have definitely had a hard time getting at her from there. <laughs> I don't, still don't understand that, but whatever. Oh, and the, the scene, the man, uh, Brooker doing that, that hanging. Oh my gosh! Oh man. yeah, that's you, that's awesome. One of the best scenes ever. When you see him ever, drop, ever. dude, it it looks it looks so real. 
when you see him drop. And it's just thud. I mean, it's, uh, that's that's yeah. brutal. That's that's as hard to watch as the uh, the sleeping bag uh, scene in the reboot to, for me. It's it's, it's yeah, agreed. It's that intense. It, I love it. I, I I mean, that that smoke and mirror trick was fucking awesome. What about you, Allison? Favorite chase scene? Favorite chase scene. Um, Annie from the first Friday the 13th because very unexpected. You don't expect her to get off that quick. Uh, spoiler alert if any of you, you know, crazies haven't seen this. But uh, totally unexpected, totally tense. Annie from the first one. My sliced throat there. That yes. is. Well, I highly doubt anybody who's listening has not seen that. I sincerely hope that's the case. And if they had, <laughs> if they haven't, then they shouldn't even be listening to us right now. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. But if you, you have lots, you, you have lots of episodes before this to listen to. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, and the moratorium moratorium on spoiler alerts is like five years, so I think you're well within the, <laughs> your limits. <laughs> Yeah, statute of limitations is ran out on that when you're good. Absolutely. Favorite? You have a favorite chasing? I actually don't. Yeah, <laughs> I do not. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, 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 nothing. I like the chasing and then Freddy versus Jason. Um, you know, because it starts out as you know, sort of like dance between Freddy and Jason. And then, you know, Lori comes in at the end and, and, and uh, you know, finishes it off with all the fire and shit. Um, the part four um, chasing is awesome, too, because, you know, Corey Feldman runs in the bathroom, shaves his fucking head to look like boy Jason and, 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 and tricks him. Um, and then <laughs> he gets he gets the... Oh man, they, him and Trish just wail on that motherfucker. It's it's intense for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's just brutal. That I mean, that's that's one thing, uh, uh, especially about the 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 trilogy, uh, starting with part two to four. Man, that's uh, just riddled with greatness. I mean, it is. Uh, it's I, I I love it when uh, uh, Trish jumps out the window and Jason's coming through Teddy's uh, or not Teddy uh, uh, Crispin Glover uh, is uh, railroad spiked to the door and Jason just and Jason rips his hands out and you see the flesh tear and he just you know discards the discards it to go and grab Tommy and make. Corey puke, and uh, I, I I did I thought it was just uh, I thought it was just awesome, but I mean five had a great chase scene. Uh, six is yeah when, I mean yeah. six uh, six is kind of when they went to uh, went to more like they brought the comedy aspect, which I uh, you know that it got. I guess it was just making fun of how ridiculous that Jason is. I don't know, but I didn't like 
I thought Tommy McLaughlin did a great job, but I don't like the comedy in it. I don't. I I I, I want I I like it to be taken serious. And if there's any com comic relief, I mean, I I want it to come from you know uh, somebody like Shelley or uh, do you know what I'm saying? It's I I yeah the silliness. I I don't like it. I I think that. I think that it plays better when it's it's serious instead of hey maggot brain you know, and uh, I not yeah, that I that's don't why I, that's why I didn't like Park Six that much. Maggot I head. Mean, oh maggot head. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> you Park Six haters. But no, but but when he comes up out of the boat or when uh, Tom Matthew or Tommy Jarvis is in the, the canoe or whatnot, and uh, the fires around him and Jason comes up and breaks the boat and uh, not the canoe confused part one with, uh, with part six, but anyway, uh, and he gets the prop damage. And uh, I mean, it's just that, that seems fucking phenomenal. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, CJ's, CJ's door bust through at the in the uh in the uh cabins or the the cabin that he busts through, uh I thought was every bit as intense as Ted White's, but it didn't play off quite as well. Uh Ted's was I I I I uh, I is that you, John Wayne? You know, it comes in <laughs> right ready to fucking draw. And shoot, and you know, you get the the magic hammer. I mean, the dude turns. I mean, that's that's better than anything Uber Jason ever even fucking thought about doing. I mean, he magnetized a fucking hammer, in part four. I mean, that's golden right there. I mean, if that's not Uber, I don't know what's Uber. You know, he magnetically in. <laughs> induced he induced magnetism (laughs) (laughs) just tell me to shut up (laughs) shut the hell up shut up here (laughs) no colors guys so coming down to our last category here is our um, favorite final girl um You know what, Allison, you can go first this time. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> crap. Jenny's probably my favorite. She's, um, I don't know, she and Chris are kind of tied. Stop copying me with Jenny. What's that? Stop copying me with Jenny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Jenny's like, I don't know, she, she just, she's so strong and she's smart and I do feel connected to her. (laughs) And it's hard not to, I mean, really, I, I think that's what sells that so well, uh, is, I mean, it's nothing she does uh, up until, you know, from her little uh, sarcastic remark to uh, Paul about uh, child psychology working on him so well to, you know, thinking, oh, 
if I can relate to Jason by uh, a child's standard, maybe I might survive this. And, uh, you know, that, and that was really cool. I mean, that, that was the whole, the whole mental thing that didn't go as far as Tina, Tina in part. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, if you watch part seven, uh, do a drinking game. Every time they scream Tina, take a drink and see how long you make it. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, every five seconds, it's Tina. Uh, but yeah, Jenny, a great final girl. I I thought that, uh, and I mean, Amy Steele's a, a, a smart, beautiful woman. Uh, brilliant. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'll I'll go along with the I'll go along with Jenny, but I guess I mean, I'm going I, along with Jenny also. <laughs> but 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 the caveat to that is nobody beats Adrian King, so there you go. <laughs> yes, Adrian, if you're listening, you're my favorite final girl. But Amy Steele, if you're listening, you're my final favorite girl. And Kim Beth, you need to be on this show. The fans are demanding it. Demand it, fans. Demand it. Demanded. Yes. Nate, what about you, sir? Well, I'm just going to go with Chris because I like part three better. So that's my choice. I mean, they're all great. I mean, there's really no wrong answer. I'm just simply go- only going to choose Chris just because I like that film. It's one of my favorites. Agreed. Fair. And fair I love enough. the chase scene. <laughs> Nate, why don't you do a Brooker cosplay? Uh, are you going to buy me one? I might. If you do, I'll I'll definitely do it. I mean, it, it's crossed my mind. I do have, you know, some of the components of it, but obviously I'd have to pick up a few more things. So, I mean, it, it's a possibility. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Except um, I would look, I'm, you know, larger stature than Brooker, so it would kind of look more like, you know, Kane or CJ in a part three compared to Brooker's build, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, he's yeah. wearing uh, body prosthetics too. Yeah, and you've just got the bod. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I definitely. I mean, I could do it. There's no doubt about that. I, I've thought about it. It's just a matter of you know everything costs money. So between some of the other collectibles and you know ob- obtaining signatures and collecting some other stuff, it's just you know I don't have a money tree, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But I, I think I could definitely pull it off, though. I think you could, too. I think it looked damn good. Yeah, I just wouldn't obviously need the padding that he had on. Other than that, I mean, it'd probably be good to go. <laughs> well, um, you know, we, we've 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 traveled over an hour now, so I, I don't I think we're going to um, um, hide this listener mail until um, the next the next regular episode. Um, so from here, we're going to be taking a look at, uh, the comic books. Um, I have about five of the novels that we may or may not, uh, get to. Um, but, but this year, like I've said in the past, is going to be dedicated mainly to getting more celebrities on the show, um, talking to more makers in the community and, and getting through the comic books. Like I, like I said, um, at the, at the top of the year, there's, there's a lot of interesting storylines to cover um, as far as the comic books are concerned. So I'm really looking forward to, uh, to getting into those. 
Um, I don't think that we're going to do like a, a two episode, um, you know, sort of, you know, how we we're doing the movies. We do a movie episode and then we, we talk about some minutia or, or something related to that film in the next regular episode. I don't think we're going to do that. Um, I don't forward. think we're going to do that. I don't, yeah. I don't think we're going to do that with the comic books. Um, I don't, I don't think that, that it requires it, but um. So I mean, yeah, because those are kind of like a special episode anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, yeah that was kind I, of my thought on it too. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm totally uh, down and uh, ready to you know give them the old look through and discuss them. I I think that that's a great idea, and I mean, I I hope that you know we can uh, get more uh, alumni on the show. Uh, maybe if we get. Uh, Mr. Kratka on, we can uh, justify Rick being a doucher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hopefully 2017 does us good. I mean, I uh, we're coming up on two years strong. I don't believe it. Still talk. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening, man. I I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, and and, and thanks thanks to um, all the callers we had tonight. Um, you definitely made this uh, call in episode uh, that much better because we actually had people to talk to tonight. So uh, we really appreciate it. Um, I guess we'll we'll do you know we'll we'll try to get more of these in in the future um especially if we keep getting people that actually want to call and talk um so thank big thanks to everyone who called tonight um happy friday the 13th um this is going to go right in the feed after we're done i'm going to upload it so you you know if if you missed the if <laughs> you know if 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 you're just uh coming in now give me a few minutes and it'll be in the feed um but I guess that's it. Um, thanks, Steve, for being in the studio with me tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always, always a pleasure. Um, thanks, Allison, for coming on board um, with Absolutely. us and doing the Twitter page. Thanks, Wish we had you a long time ago. Damn it. Being our Where were you? fucking resident theory shooter downer asshole guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's, somebody has to be, somebody has to do it. Might as well be me. That's, Come on. That's that's fair. Forget that about is. it. All right. So please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to the show. If you want to support us financially, head over to campbloodpodcast.com slash donate. If you have a question or a theory, you should have fucking called in. No fucking <laughs> doubt. <laughs> uh, please consider checking out some of the other shows under the Astro Panda umbrella. Like Geekish Cast over at AstroPanaProductions.com. And a special thanks goes out to the Downriver Rat for our intro and outro music. You can check his stuff out at TheDownRiverRat.com. What's that? Uh, until next time. <laughs> and I got no outro music. <laughs> there it is. There you got it. See you guys, see you guys, happy Friday the 13th, motherfuckers. Happy Friday the 13th. Fuck it.